2: now
3: Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals including gold involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: What's up guys? Well, we find ourselves in the fourth industrial revolution and the topic at hand is artificial intelligence in healthcare and for me, it's what does it mean for our individual liberty? Researchers have developed artificial intelligence that predicts the evolution of a pandemic before it happens, as well as intricate ways of tracking and enforcing safety measures. Uh, as far as w- what about uh, artificial intelligence that can tell when, where, and who is violating the six foot rule uh, measures or er, er, a way of uh, looking at data that can tell you how uh, different strains of an illness will evolve and interact with pre-existing conditions to tell which citizens in society are a biggest threat to other citizens in society. What would that mean? As well as what the Pfizer CEO himself said about how to tell whether someone took their pill or just said they took their pill, um, and yes, microchips are also a part of artificial intelligence in the fourth industrial uh, revolution and it is very much being looked at um, in healthcare for every individual right now. Um, so we're going to jump into all of that. It's, uh, stuff that used to sound like conspiracy theories that is really happening today. I did some reading of Chinese state run, uh, media today, uh, as they were tackling this topic. And I'm going to share with you what the state run run media out of China is, uh, educating its people on what's up guys. I'm, I'm looking at your, uh, comments here All right. All right. Cool. Good to see you guys. Okay. 33 degrees there. That's very chilly. I'm looking at, uh, it's, uh, it's warmer here in Texas. It's like, uh, 60 degrees. Um, so before we jump into, uh, China's, uh, research on artificial intelligence and what America is up to with, in in connection with China, I'm going to shout out the sponsor of today's, coverage, which is noble gold. Stocks are at an all-time high. The economy is roaring. Houses are selling in a week. Interest rates are at zero, and the government just printed $5 trillion. What could possibly go wrong? Meanwhile, consumer confidence hit a 10-year low, and inflation hit 6.8%, with parts of the U.S. seeing rates as high as 8%. Something's not adding up, is it? So what can you do? You can play it safe, Putting some of your assets in uh, precious metals will keep your money away from the volatility markets and inflation and let you sleep at night. This month, Noble Gold is giving away a free America, the beautiful solid silver five-ounce coin with any qualifying plan you start. So talk to an expert at Noble Gold and they'll run through the options to keep your money safe, no pressure, no hassle, no call centers, just a chance to speak to someone who knows what they're talking about for once. How refreshing would that be? Start by calling 877-646-5347 or visit their website, noblegoldinvestments.com, link in description, okay. I want to jump into some talk on how um, you know art- artificial intelligence in the right hands could could be beautiful uh, for preventing the spread of illness. In the wrong hands, it could uh, be the stripping away of everyone's liberties in exchange for safety. Uh, so let's share with you what what the Chinese state-run media is reporting. It's right here. Uh, AI provides key to pandemic preparedness. And this is actually an article published by a, a Denver researcher. So an, an American is writing, um, for the Chinese state run media. And he's talking about, um, He's actually, he's actually the, he's, he's the creator of an artificial intelligence company himself. Enzolytics is what it's called. He talks about the fourth industrial revolution, uh, which is a book published in 2016 by Klaus Schwab, um, who is the originator of the world economic forum. And he notes that, uh, this marks the beginning of a process of fundamentally changing how we live, how we work and how we relate to one another. It's a fusion of artificial intelligence, robotics, the internet of things, uh, genetic engineering, and quantum computing. They're all a part of the fourth industrial revolution. Uh, And they're the real opportunity to incorporate AI as a tool against inequality, he says. And uh, so that's, that's always a little uh, concerning if you look at history and, people who, who try to make everyone equal, it usually doesn't go well. Um, so he's hoping that artificial intelligence, uh, can better collect data to rearrange things, to make everyone equal. Um, but AI, he talks a lot about, uh, tracking the mutation of viruses through genomic surveillance. Uh, so Genomic surveillance is sequencing genetic material of pathogens and identifying changes linked to the origins or characteristics of a disease. Uh, So artificial intelligence is used to see, uh, basically predict when and where another variant is going to pop up. Uh, he talks about how almost 50,000 mutations have been observed so far. The current Omicron variant has 60 mutations compared to the original Wuhan variant. Uh, so they track how many, if, if they actually go down deep into the m- molecular level, they can uh, see how many mutations have actually happened from the original. Uh, Omicron is 60 mutations in. And then they can actually use this, this uh, data to compare variants and compare parts that parts of the virus that are not mutating and be able to uh, develop monoclonal antibodies to target and shut down the parts of the virus that do not mutate. So if the you know, the right 60 sections of the, of the Omicron version of the variant are mutated over here. And, uh, you know, the, with the Delta variant is just this many, this many mutations. But the left side on, on both variants has not mutated. Then you can zone in to that and, and create a an, uh, monoclonal antibody that would attack that section of the virus, therefore defeating both versions of the illness. Um, I don't know how I'm doing on code words so far with this live feed. Hopefully YouTube doesn't flag me, but um, because we're going to get into um, not only Mm -hmm. some very interesting aspects of this article, but something that the, the Pfizer CEO actually said at the world economic forum that just, stunned me that, I mean, it's exactly what the conspiracy theorists talk about, except it's coming straight from his lips, which is just, it's just just like shocking. So the Pfizer CEO, uh, as published by World Economic Forum in in 2018, I'm going to roll the clip in a sec, but, you know, when asked, he was asked about having great uh, medical uh, or pharmaceutical innovations, but having people who just don't want to participate in those innovations, people who don't want to take a needle or pop a pill, no matter how innovative that pill or needle is, and how do you overcome that? And then the person threw that question out and the person on the panel who chooses to answer is the Pfizer CEO. And he says, well, you know, our new technology you can put it, the tech in the pill and the technology, um, can basically, you know, the artificial intelligence in the pill can determine exactly when the pill has truly dissolved in your stomach to prove that you took the pill. Now, if, if that pill was mandated, for instance, that's a scary thing. If it, it, the person's freedom goes right away now because you can, there's no getting around, um, proving to the government that you've taken that pill. If the technology is that good, that the artificial intelligence can, can, can prove whether it's dissolved in your stomach. So I, I was just like, someone sent me that clip and I was like, what? And then I verified and sure enough, anyone can go view this clip of the Pfizer CEO, uh, talking about this. Here it is. It's right up on YouTube on the world economic forums, official checkmark page they published in 2018, transforming health in the fourth industrial revolution panel discussion and here at about the 45 minute mark is is when the pfizer ceo admits to these crazy frightening advancements in artificial intelligence
1: other questions see one right there
5: Hi there, Human uh, Me, I run the diabetes group for Medtronic. Um, I have a question about patient engagement, and you had touched on this before. Um, all of these advances are amazing, but even if you make the greatest drug or the greatest wearable, there's no guarantee that the patient is going to take the drug, <coughs> wear the device. So how are you thinking about technology
3: to engage the patient? Yeah. Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is uh, basically a biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sec- sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, It is uh, fascinating what happens in in, uh, this field. But of course, there will be an initial cost that someone needs to invest. Of course, education, skills. But uh, my sense is that we will move increasingly. Today, we have hospital-centric or doctor-centric care. And the question is, will we move to a patient?
4: Anyway, so another guy picks up the answer to that. But it's like, excuse me? Uh so that people who don't want to comply, we can really target them because we can our, our computers can tell exactly when the medicine has dissolved in your stomach. It's like, wow, no, he really he really said that at the World Economic Forum. Um so it's like when are we gonna see this stuff roll up? Because we're already seeing um uh the vaccine card issue now and people are people are already talking about not only are the vaccine cards mandated in a lot of areas, but now the issue is the problem of fake cards and how to prove you have a real card. And what's, how is artificial intelligence going to involve evolve in regards to proving you have a real card and, and not having to worry about, um, losing that card. Well, uh, are there, uh, There's artificial intelligence for that as well in this fourth industrial revolution. And yes, microchips are a thing in regards to vaccine cards. I'll show you um, this uh, clip uh, kind of highlighting this microchip company called Epicenter, um, I guess out of Stockholm, Sweden. Here it is. <music>
0: versatile technology that can be used for many different things and uh, right now it's very convenient to have a COVID passport always accessible on your implant
4: It's not new technology, but use in humans has grown over the past decade. Uh, so this was invented before vaccine cards were a thing and uh, here's the article uh, from 2017 before we ever imagined vaccine cards. and yeah, I'm doing terrible with my code words. okay YouTube please don't flag me because the artificial intelligence that picks up keywords that I'm saying, like me saying vaccine, uh, YouTube's artificial intelligence picks that up and runs it through a system to make sure that the, uh, the words and phrases align with the appropriate narrative. If it doesn't, if the computer initial phase uh, runs my words through and determines that um, it's unclear whether I'm following the correct narrative, then it, it gets flagged for secondary review by a human. And it, uh, this video can get weeded out to redirect uh, the programming of hu- human brains. This, this article out of, uh, uh, the China website I just showed you talks about that as well. I, I can read it to you. I mean, the art of the, the extent of artificial intelligence is just mind blowing. Um, so <laughs> look at this here. Um, scientists from the United States, uh, Los Alamos national laboratory created an AI tool that looked at social media tweets originating on Twitter and authenticated them. This was extremely helpful in preventing misinformation that could damage the pandemic response. So there's so many areas in which, uh, artificial intelligence is, is already being integrated in 2021, um, to, to direct the future. And uh, one way to streamline it is these microchips here, article 2017 in CNBC, YouTube. YouTube loves CNBC. So hopefully this video will stay up. A Swedish startup has started implanting microchips into its employees. The syringe slides in between the thumb and index finger. Okay, then with a click, a microchip is injected in the employee's hand, another cyborg is created. What could pass for a dystopian vision of the workplace is almost routine at the Swedish startup hub epicenter. The company offers an implant to implant its workers and startup members with a microchip the size of grain of rice that function as swipe cards to open doors, operate printers, or buy smoothies with a wave of the hand or as you saw in the video i just showed you it's it's now in 2021 about scanning your phone over top of the microchip if it's in your arm for instance and then uh you can uh pick up uh you know it's some sort of qr code for instance out of your arm that proves uh that you have you do you have had the needle in the arm it's just uh, pretty stunning stuff. Um, so they also talk, they talk about how an artificial intelligence company called Blue Dot out of Canada picked up indications of a pandemic nine days before the World Health Org released its statement, alerting people to the emergence of a novel illness. Um, so, because they were tracking tracking intricate data all over the world, Artif- one, one aspect of artificial intelligence is the collection and analysis by a computer of data to pick things up automatically where a human never would. And they determined, uh, I guess, being able to have enough data out of, out of China and hospitals that that it appeared a pandemic had emerged nine days before humans on the ground at World Health Org uh, said anything about it. So they're saying, you know, the better we can collect this data, the more we can really predict the direction of of uh, pandemics. But they say here that the issue is is the developing and um, undeveloped uh, countries of the world, and the fact that um, they they just don't have that information at their Fingertips, and it's really slowing down artificial intelligence. Like right now, with predicting where the next variant of this illness is going to emerge, they were saying that less than one percent of of the this illness specimens collected actually gets submitted uh, for genomic sequencing. So, with you know, people around the world are every, every day getting tested for this illness. So theoretically there would be an immense amount of intricate data that could be submitted into a computer uh, to determine um, which variants are evolving and and how in what direction and how quickly. Uh, But actually less than 1% actually gets submitted for sequencing to even tell which variant that is. Very few people are submitting, very few, uh, clinics that collect swabs actually submit for, uh, genomic sequencing. So, so that's a big problem for artificial intelligence in, in predicting the evolution of a pandemic. Um, and this again is in regards to this Chinese state run, state run, um, media article out today right here the uh, ai provides key to pandemic preparedness they also talk about how amazon they say here amazon created a a distance assistant that tracks workers movement and gives them feedback in real time if they break social distancing guidelines the tech uses machine learning models to diffe- differentiate
2: No
1: fighterflare.com
4: People from their surroundings and use uses depth sensors to create an accurate distance measurement. So what Amazon actually began doing was implementing uh, very advanced artificial intelligence to keep its workers on the floor six feet apart at all times. And what they do is they have a camera pointed at the whole workspace. And the computer Uh, that's analyzing the camera uh, is able to tell which objects in the screen are human and how close they are to each other. And as soon as someone violates six foot from another human, the computer immediately flags that person as red. And they put it up on a huge TV screen at work at Amazon. And everyone can see whether they are turning red on the screen while they're working. And Amazon is hoping to encourage its workers that way to stay six feet apart at all times so that they never turn red on the screen. That's already in effect, Um, but just to encourage them. But the implications and concerns here are, are that what if, for instance, violating six feet becomes illegal if a country decides to make violating six feet illegal? Uh, they, they can easily tell exactly who has broken the law through artificial intelligence monitoring people on the street. Uh, they can tell who's, who's broken <laughs> the law instantly and, uh, and flag them. So, you know, the artificial intelligence prying into every aspect of our lives, you know, that's, that's great for if we, if, if we have the option. To if we ourselves just personally want to really analyze whether I'm, whether I'm ever flagged red, you know, can a computer tell me whether I flagged red throughout the day? Like how many times I violated six feet with someone else so that I can for myself decide whether I was at risk of catching a virus that day. Um, You know, that's, that, that'd be nice. You know, if your watch is telling you how, how close you are to people through artificial intelligence but if a government uh, if a government decides to become tyrannical and use that against you then that can be a scary thing uh the other thing this article talks about is um how how this man the author of this article his company actually it it screened 50,000 um corona patients as well as 87,000 um H- hiv patients in the world's largest um, isolate repository. And from this very complex and extensive AI analysis, they can conserved sites immutable on COVID and, uh, and HIV were identified. Yeah. I've, I've said all the code word, all the code words now for the bots to pick up my video, but anyway, they analyzed all this and (laughs) Not only were they able to determine exactly where they could direct the uh, monoclonal antibodies to be able to defeat the sections of the virus that do not mutate, which is great. Now that part's exciting, I guess. But what's alarming is in looking at the, at HIV and different strains of the illness, they were able to determine that certain people actually create their bodies are more likely to create mutations. And so by, by using a huge database, they can, uh, determine what person could actually create new mutations that other people don't want. Now, what does, what does that mean for that person's liberty? For a s- instance, it says here, um, immunocompromised individual scientists in South Africa traced a particular sample of, the illness to a 36-year-old woman who was not receiving effective antiviral therapy. She had, she had harbored the illness for 216 days. In that time, it accumulated 35 mutations, making it similar to the needle-evading beta variant. Let us suppose that weakening of the immune system by HIV drives the illness evolution in this situation, antiretroviral therapy must be ramped up to prevent it. So, what they're saying, what they're saying there, is that they can use um, artificial intelligence to, to detect people with preexisting conditions as, as a pandemic comes onto the scene, and actually enforce certain treatment of those people um in this a worst case scenario as for individual liberty is that the government uh knocks on your door one day and says our artificial intelligence has determined that a few weeks from now a virus will sweep across the world and that you will be one of the people who helps mutate the virus and kill others so because we've predicted this in the future through our artificial intelligence you're going to have to take this antiretroviral therapy right now or whatever it is, take you know we're forcing you to take this pill weeks before the the pandemic comes onto the scene because our artificial intelligence determined that a pandemic will come and that you will be the most likely to mutate that illness and infect others. So to protect others from you before this even comes to you, you must take this pill. And by the way, our our, our Pfizer technology can tell whether you really took the pill or not. So, Uh, (laughs) you have no choice but to take it because we can tell whether it's really in your body through artificial intelligence. And then our artificial intelligence can also track your every move. So not only violating the six foot rule is tracked, but also whether you have violated a certain distance from your home. Now we're talking in Australia terms where people are not allowed to go uh, more than five kilometers from their home in many areas. Uh, So now Because you, you know, until you take this pill, you can't, you, this is only how far you can go. Basically, they're tracking every aspect of your life. And they're, if they can convince enough people of this new artificial intelligence that's being broken down in this article, um, they can create a logical reasons to regulate people before something even happens because computers said it's going to happen. What do you guys think of that? It's just, it's very fascinating. Uh, but the concerning thing is that when governments believe that they, they know what's best for you. And right now, for example, world governments believe that the best thing for you is the needle. And for some people, some people disagree and they look at data that makes them disagree and say, is, is this new needle even, you know, success or it, it, how successful is it? Um, I was just looking, at some data out of Canada, actually, the way that Canada breaks down its uh, basic data on the spread of the illness is very enlightening. I guess I would say, uh, if I can, if I can bring this up for you here. Yes, here it is. So this is Ontario's uh, official uh, health data. Here it is. So. Co- Covid nineteen at Ontario or dot Ontario dot ca. Okay, but the way it's broken down is really interesting. Okay, first of all, at the top, the amount of people um, in the ICU is dark yellow here. Um, in ICU, those are all people who've not had the needle. Uh, but the amount of people who have had the needle in the ICU is actually thirty. 3%. So a whole third of the people in the hospital, uh, in the ICU ha- are fully needled. But if you get down here, it's really like what? Okay, so illness cases by needle status. Uh, the green line is people who have been fully needled. And you see, At the beginning of December, there's a giant spike and now there's way more people with the illness right now in Ontario, fully needled than any other kind. So basically in Ontario, uh, if you have had the needle, you're much more likely to catch the illness which you know that's what we're hearing with this new variant. This new variant is spreading almost in, in in some cases almost more to the fully needled than the people who have not received the needle. And uh, so so when you see that stuff in, in in just the raw data collection there, and then and then governments have developed AI to ensure that you have received the needle. Um, You know, the implications are kind of concerning when they're, when they're making mandates and they're able, they have so much intelligence to track and regulate your life through AI um, because they've determined this is the best thing for you, even when the data doesn't line up. So that's what can be concerning for your liberty. Now, I didn't want to end this day without going over what Donald Trump said on his visit to Houston this week. Uh, On Saturday, actually, Trump visited Houston with Bill O'Reilly and they talked about the needle. And uh, he had some controversial Trump had some controversial things to say. Now I've seen quite a few comments now from you guys who actually, some of you uh, who've been huge Trump supporters are actually losing. uh, They are losing support for Trump because he is so loyal to the needle. And yeah, it was Saturday in Houston when he mentioned you're playing, he said, quote, you're playing right into their hands when you doubt the C nineteen needle. He added that he does not support mandates, and that he did receive the booster. So he did get booed. You're saying I'm going to play the clip in a bit. He got a small. He got a boo, and it was so funny. He was like, "Oh, it's a small corner of the room over there that's booing." But no, 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 don't boo. Uh, so here we have Trump. Just take a listen yourself.
6: But look. We did something that was historic. We saved tens of millions of lives worldwide. We, together, all of us, not me, we, we got a vaccine done, three vaccines done, and tremendous therapeutics like Regeneron and other things that have saved a lot of lives. We got a vaccine done in less than nine months that was supposed to take from five to 12 years. Because of that vaccine, because of that vaccine, Millions and millions of people. I think this would have been the Spanish flu of 1917, where up to 100 million people died. This was going to ravage the country far beyond what it is right now. Take credit for it. Take credit for it. It's a great. What we've done is historic. Don't let them take it away. Don't take it away from ourselves. You're playing that. You're playing right into their hands when you sort of like, oh, the vaccine. If you don't want to take it, you shouldn't be forced to take it. No mandates, but take credit because we saved tens of millions of lives. Take credit. Don't let them take that away from you.
2: OK, so the president made news. You agree
6: with that? Right.
2: Both the president and I are vaxxed. And uh, did you get the booster? Yes, I got it, too. OK, so. do um. oh, don't, don't,
6: don't, 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 no, no. that's a, a very tiny group over there.
4: Um, <laughs> a tiny group in the corner is the only ones he's booing. Who are booing? He says. Um. So a lot of people are really rejecting that and bringing up VERS numbers. Um. And I, I mean, if I currently do a a search in VERS, um, you have to go to CDC's Wonder website where their database is. Now, if you search um, by VERS ID and needle type, um, and in all adverse reactions, actually what comes up is just under 2 million rows. But there, it it says this request produced just under 2 million rows, but 10,000 is the maximum allowed. So you're not even able to see those rows of, of data because too much comes back. So right now when it comes to um adverse uh incidences in regards to the needle, there's just there's way too much um that even comes up. So I, I ha- if I narrow down the search, it's still difficult. Now, CDC on its re- in its reaction section of its website only says that ten thousand deaths occurred. Uh but if you just go to CDC Wonder directly um to search fairs. And you search for deaths, actually 40,000 comes up. And again, 40,000 is too much. So it'll say 40,000 rows came up. So we're not going to show you any of them because the maximum allowed is 10,000. And so you have to narrow it down more. And so if you narrow it down by age group, then there, then there's few enough deaths that you can actually see the individual instances. If you'd search by vaccine type, 26,000 26, uh, reactions come up uh, by broken down by Pfizer, 26,000. So there's an immense number of reactions is the bottom line at this point in VAERS, uh, just out of, out of control number of reactions in regards to um, the illness. Look, again, most people seem to be doing fine. Most people are not having horrible adverse reactions, but there are a ton of adverse reactions. And so that's why people are having such a strong reaction to trauma is, is these reactions are obvious. The stories are countless out there. Um, I just interviewed two more victims and uh, about how, basically about how to cope with these symptoms. Now there's so many people Coping with brand new symptoms, the feeling of electricity going through their body 24 hours a day. What does that mean? At first, doctors didn't even know why is electricity going through your body. Then they learn, oh, that's that's the death of um, nerves when your nerves are dying. That's how it feels. And so people are learning. They're getting these just bizarre new reactions. And, um, and it is being documented in alternative media for people who pay attention. And so some people are like, well, was Trump just not paying attention or what's going on? But you know, when now there's nearly 2 million rows that come up when you search, that's pretty crazy. Now, probably the majority of those are more mild reactions, but 40,000 rows come up when you search the word death. And that's a lot. Uh, compared to any other vet, uh, uh, any other needle, because in America, when you're born, you get all the needles, you know, for measles, mumps and all that. Yet we're not reporting tens of thousands of deaths from those. So this is like an unprecedented time. And it's just really interesting with the, the last couple of people I interviewed, the interviews will be out on my uncensored website because YouTube doesn't allow those uh, link in description for my uncensored website, ivory But one of the women I interviewed, you know, she was talking about when she figured out that magnets could stick to her body after, after the needle and the fact that that, she would joke about that and didn't think it was a big deal. And um, people would ask her to play different stunts. And one person said, how about you go to bed with a magnet on your body, on your body all night, see what happens. And when she did that, uh, that is when her body just went out of control, like became electrified. She, she lost function, you know, the feeling electrocuted, uh, losing, losing function. And, um, not being able to walk Um, crazy reaction was instigated by, by a magnet. It was like, what is that? Like, so whatever was in her after the needle got activated by long exposure to a magnet, like what? So we're just learning these strange, bizarre new things about the needle in certain people. And, And it's very concerning to people and then and then trump is saying that you're playing into someone else's hands by criticizing the needle and so some people are just really taken aback by that and a core i think a core of supporters that some people th- never thought trump would lose he might be losing um then again data shows majority people have already gotten the needle and so for the people who've gotten the needle a lot of them are like can we stop talking about any sort of criticism of the needle because it doesn't make me feel good. Let's move right along. So those people are probably still support Trump, but anyway, uh, much to ponder, much to ponder. Actually, let me, let me include a link to this, uh, Chinese propaganda media article about artificial intelligence written by an American so that you guys can see that directly. And, uh, that's where we're at in history. Thanks for weighing in, guys, and uh, checking your comments here. You guys are talking about some things YouTube doesn't like, so YouTube will probably delete the com- the live comment section once again on this. YouTube deletes the live comment section all the time. If you guys if you guys say the wrong thing in there, you guys just your comments get deleted. Uh, that's artificial intelligence itself um, censoring across the internet with humans not having to. So it's crazy. Um, so that's where we're at. And, uh, yeah, hope I didn't ramble too much today, but artificial intelligence, it's like a mind blowing thing to wrap your mind around sometimes. Uh, and sometimes hard to like synthesize down the real meaning of technical terms. Anyway, hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and I will see you guys soon. Okay. Bye.
2: I'll you